Thanks, guys. Momentarily as well, you can uh, grab your seats. You can rest easy, everyone. Don't worry, there's no more sketches, so uh, I'm not going to pick on any, uh, anyone else, so you can, uh, you can uh, rest easy. Our theme this Christmas has been that Jesus is the light of the world. You know, December physically is the darkest month of the year if you live in the northern, northern hemisphere. And uh, tomorrow, in fact, is the darkest day of the year with under eight hours of sunlight. But light and darkness isn't just a physical thing. We often use it metaphorically as well to represent good and evil, right and wrong, hope and hopelessness. Even over this pandemic, they're, they're talking about, oh, there's light at the end of the tunnel. But of course, with uh, some of yesterday's news, things are looking a bit more bleak, a bit darker, as it were, for the short term. Some people have spoken about how they themselves have been in a dark place over this time. And by that, they mean they've been feeling very low, depressed even. In that respect, for many this year, it's been a very dark time. And this Christmas time itself may not be all that you were hoping it would be due to the restrictions, particularly some of the new restrictions coming in, due to the fear of losing a loved one, due to the loss of work and financial security, or worse still, the actual loss of a loved one. Do you know, it's important that you take time just to acknowledge uh, this and that you actually just, you know, bring it before God. Yes, there are people that are worse off than you and that there always will be in some respects. But this doesn't negate your own sadness, your own disappointment, your own pain that you feel. And you should bring that to God. He is a good, good father and he loves you and like a good father he wants to comfort you and for you to know his love at this time one of the most famous verses um, at the Christmas time is Isaiah 9 and it was written over 700 years before Jesus was born Isaiah prophesied this for to us a child is born to us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. And he will reign on David's throne to establish it and uphold it. Jesus Christ, as we've seen, was and is that child but what is often not appreciated is that that prophecy starts with these words that Matthew's gospel picks up as well. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. And now it's not talking about that the land was a physically dark land, you know, like Lapland or something like that. It was northern Israel. What it means 
was that that place had seen particularly bad things happen for a period of time. Lots of unpleasant things had happened. And Isaiah goes on to tell them that they will be the first to see this great light shine upon them. And he goes on to say that that light, that hope, that goodness that's going to appear to them is going to come in the form of a baby born who from an earthly point of view was from the line of King David. So he'll be king over all God's people. And yet somehow, mysteriously, he'll be linked with God himself because he'll be called the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Jesus Christ, born of Mary, conceived by the Holy Spirit, Son of God, Son of Man. He is the fulfillment of that prophecy. The Gospel of John says this about Jesus Christ. It says that in Jesus was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Do you know, I love the realism of the Bible. It doesn't just say, oh yeah, there's lots of bad things happened. Then Jesus came, and everything has got better. It doesn't say that, you know, uh, but the moment you make Jesus the Lord, the boss of your life, your life's just going to get better and better and better. No, the light, the hope that Jesus brings shines brightly in the darkness, in the difficulties, in the uncertainties of life that we will face. And in fact, Jesus says that if you follow him, you actually face more trouble. Trouble will come your way because of him. It will try to overcome the light of life that he puts in your life, but it won't be able to because the darkness cannot overcome it because the hope that Jesus gives us is a hope that goes beyond the grave. It's a hope of life and life eternal. You see, even in this pandemic, even in the difficulties that we have faced and will face over the next few months, many hopes and dreams being uh, postponed, tainted, even destroyed, the hope that Jesus offers cannot be overcome. Jesus not only gives us the hope of life, he is the one that holds our life in his hands. In him is true life, a fulfilled life, a life that wells up, the Bible says, to everlasting life as well. He is the light of the whole human race. He is our hope, our guide, the one that we should put our confidence in, the one that we should base our life upon. Jesus said himself, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. As you look to Christ and as you put your hope and your trust in him, he leads you through this life. He is with you and he will help you through the difficult times that come your way and lead you on all the way through to life eternal. And Jesus himself is not standing aloof to your 
problems and to the pain that you're going through. The one who is the resurrection and the life. The one who, is, uh, who has power to raise a dead also knows what it's like to suffer the pain of losing a loved one to death as well. He knows what it's like to be hurt. He knows what it's like to be let down by others, to be betrayed, to be mistreated. He even knows what it's like to be beaten and killed at the hands of other people. Yet his death was no tragic accident. It was the reason why he came. The reason for Christmas is Easter. This one perfect, sinless man, the only person who ever lived fully how God intended us to live, chose to die on a cross, to take on himself the punishment for all the things that we, all of us, have done wrong, that get us into trouble, that, get us, that cause us to come under God's wrath, his judgment of us. And when we look to Jesus and put our trust in him, we can receive forgiveness and we can receive that light of life that goes beyond the grave to life eternal. When we walk in Christ's light, no matter what darkness comes our way, whatever we have to face in this life, it cannot overcome us. Because as Christians, even death, the Bible tells us, has lost its sting because we have a life that will well up into everlasting life. And if you have given, if you haven't given your life to Christ yet, if you've never come into his light, if you've never come into the good of all that he's done, then I, can I encourage you, if you're here today or if you're watching online, to surrender your life to Jesus. He has the very best for you in this life and the life to come. He will help you through the troubles that you face. And he will be with you in those difficulties and lead you into life everlasting. Because, you know, the truth is, even if the troubles that you face in this life end up, which for many of us, they will do at some stage, end up in our death. We will go to be with Jesus forever and ever. But of course, some of us as well may even have the privilege of being here and seeing the return of Christ as well. For Christmas time, we don't just remember and look back and remember his first coming. We actually look forward to the fact that he will one day return and he will right every wrong. He will renew this world. He will make it a perfect world to come, which will stand for eternity and all who put their hope in him will be with him forever and ever. And if you're here today and you want to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, then can I encourage you just to pray this prayer along with me now. Just pray it in your heart. God knows what you're thinking. He knows what's going on inside of you at the moment. Just pray this to God. Just say, Heavenly Father, thank you that you loved me enough to send Jesus to the cross to die for me. Please forgive me 
of all the things that I've done wrong that offend you. And through the power that you use to raise Jesus from the dead, help me to live the rest of my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you would just seal in people's hearts what they have prayed. And if you've prayed that prayer uh, this afternoon, then on the way out, just grab one of these leaflets that are on the tables on the exit over there. It would just help explain a little bit further about what you have done today. And if you're watching online and you want to uh, get one, just co- contact the office and we can send one in the, in the post to you as well. Thank you for listening, everyone. I do pray that you know Emmanuel, God with you this festive period and indeed over your whole life. We're going to invite the band to come back up here as well. And we're going to take, um, after, sorry, after this song and on the way out, there's...